What's going on, you rabid listeners? I hope this is blaring through your ears or your speakers and your subwoofers are turned up all the way. My name is Blu-ray Hush, a.k.a. Big Hush, a.k.a. Hush, a.k.a. Hush did. This is The Rock is Hot. My co-host is Kia. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? It's been a while. I'm energized. It's been too long. I've just been hibernating. I do one more push-up every day than the day before, and so I was on like one the last time we did it, and this morning I did 200 without stopping. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a good release to get this all going. I apologize if I'm talking fast. I'm energized. There's no better sport, and there's no better arachnid. You want to get right into true. it? Yeah, big news right. of the day. Yeah, you want to you wanna drop the specific details of the guy with the signature Adidas shoe and where he went? Yep. Donovan Mitchell with the nickname Spida, just in case you didn't catch. That's why he said arachnia. Um, after months of it sounding like he was going to go to the Knicks, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we learned that he's actually been traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Colin Sexton, Laurie Markinen, Ochai Agbaji, three firsts, and two pick swaps. Do you know what those firsts are? Those firsts are Cleveland's picks, all unprotected for 2025, 2027, and 2029. And the swaps are with Cleveland as well for the intermediary, intermediary 2026 and 2028, which means the half decade from 25 to 29 belongs to the Utah Jazz. But like Cleveland is going to have Spida and Garland and Mobley at least, you know, probably Jared Allen because they've got their <laughs> control for nine years. Um, so 26 and 28 really don't matter. Which really surprises me that that's all they settled for, right? Like three unprotected picks, it feels like, that are probably yeah. in the 20s. I mean, they got good players back, too. Like, Sexton's a good piece for, like, you know, if the center of the trade is picks, then Sexton's a good, like, main player to get back. Mm-hmm. I like Laurie a lot more than the average person. I like Ochai, but... I was looking at some of the trades that they rejected from the Knicks. Yeah. And man, like, I didn't know RJ Barrett was this available. Yeah. Should we start there? I guess not start there, but move there. Yeah, that's probably best. So a couple hours after the trade, which broke at about 3.40 Eastern time, at 9 o'clock, Woj tweeted. Yeah, it was like 12.30 my time. Yeah, Woj tweeted, quote, at the start of trade talks in July, New York Knicks offered Utah a Donovan Mitchell package, including R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, Mitchell Robinson, and three unprotected first-round picks. Jazz turned that offer down. Mitchell Robinson signed a $60 million extension to stay with New York. End quote. And so, basically, three unprotected firsts from the Knicks are going to be better than three unprotected firsts from the Cavs. To me, the swaps are meaningless. And Obi, so kind of Obi... Mitchell Robinson and RJ versus Sexton, Ochai, and Lowry. Which do you like better? I think Sexton, Ochai, and Lowry are more safe. But to me, I'm much more excited about Barrett than any of these guys. RJ is the only, yeah, RJ is the only player of the six that I could see making an All NBA, even if it's 13. Yeah, and it's like. 
And this was before he even signed that extension. So it's not like they'd be locked into paying him like a max or whatever, or whatever the Knicks ended up signing him to. I mean, they would be. You don't trade Mitchell. Yeah, probably. For, probably, but they, but they could they could probably like wait it out a season or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And it's also worth noting that as soon as the trade went through, Colin Sexton was a restricted free agent. He signed four years, 72 million with Utah. So that's an 18 AAV. And I honestly feel like he could have gotten more than that. Like if he didn't get injured this year. Yeah. Yeah. If he didn't get injured this year, he's easily at least like 22, 23 million a year. Even injured. I expected him to get four, 100, you know, because oh, he, wow. what did he average? I'll pull up the exact, like a yeah, 20, the averages... 24 points per game on like plus one and a half real true shooting for a 22 year old with no help, no spacing. Yeah, 24.3 yeah. points on 48, 37, 82. He got to the line 6.4 times. Yeah, the scoring is like, it's legit. Like, that's and, it. There's nothing yeah. else to say about it. And among players, like, similar context to him in terms of age and position, he is a notably above average playmaker. He averaged 4.4 assists to go with that 24.3 points. And I don't just mean raw assist numbers. I mean things like passer rating and percentile playmaking um, metrics, quantifiers. Yeah. He's not just score first shooting guard. You know, he's not just a bucket and dip. They didn't trade for a centerpiece that is Jordan Clarkson 2.0. Colin yeah. Sexton in a down year is better than Jordan Clarkson's best week of games. Mm-hmm. Like Jordan Clarkson can't do for 82 what Sexton can. He can't do for 10 what Sexton can for 82. And maybe that's hyperbolic because Sexton's coming off a season-ending injury that he suffered in the 11th game of the year. I want to say that was early November. Uh, but He played like only a few games, yeah. Yeah, it was 11 total. So he will have gone about a calendar year without playing by the time he debuts for the Jazz. But I like him a lot. I think... This year, he would have easily been better than RJ. Last year, he was better than this year's RJ. And so I see why they like him for that. And you said you like Lowry, Markinen better than yeah. Mitchell Robinson and Obi. You like Ochai Agbaji? No, no, no. Rank, rank those four for me. Okay. I'll let you go first. I think Lowry's currently the best one. Right. I agree. You know what? Honestly, yeah, I think he might be the best out of those four, like going forward. My but what? I'm also, I think he might be the best out of those four going forward. But since he's like his second season, I've been higher on him than most people. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, like a big that can shoot like that. And I mean, he's not a creator, but like he can put the ball on the floor for a seven footer, at least like to drive for himself you know what i mean yeah and then last year he was so so improved on defense like before last year he was legitimately the worst defender in the nba and then all of a sudden he was like you play next to evan mobley and jared allen some things start to work yeah he was honest i would even say he seemed like a positive last year like or like a neutral which is actually Mm -hmm. like an incredible turnaround considering 
And again, coming from a big Larry Markkinen fan, he was horrendous before last year on defense. Like, he was bad. So, yeah, I think, honestly, I'd pro- I could see any of those other three being better than him, especially Mitchell Robinson. But, no, I'd probably take Lowry over all three of them. Yeah. I like Mitchell Robinson, but he's like Daniel Gafford where he just can't play enough. He's been the same guy for the past three years now, I believe, including last year. Yeah. I think the packages are about the same. The Knicks picks are better, but this isn't a Knicks pod. Like, the Jazz are rebuilding fully, and that's what matters. I told uh, my brother we were talking on the phone when this happened, I don't think the Jazz are going to win 20 games next year. Oh, they have the worst roster in the NBA. Like, they have the worst roster in the NBA, and... It's great. Their best player is either Boyan Bogdanovich or... That's the worst best Sexton. player in the NBA. Sexton, well, it's, oh, well, of last year. I'm sorry, since oh, last yeah, year. Yeah. Sexton will be the best player on their team. But he, that's still the worst best player on any team, probably. It's like him or Paolo. Or, and, or like whoever Indiana has, but that's not the point. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, like I'm not going to start comparing Cade to Sexton, even though he's got him. The Jazz roster is going to be Colin Sexton, Lowry Markkinen, Boyan and Conley, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, Taylor Horton Tucker, Stop Me When You're Inspired, Stanley Johnson, Walker Kessler, Leandro Balmaro, Ochai Agbaji, Yudoka Azubuki. Um, yeah, here's what I'll say about that's, this stuff. That's off the cuff. There's just only guys after that are worse. Um, you miss Walker Kessler, but I said Walker Kessler. Oh, you did. My bad. If I if I didn't, I miss Walker Kessler, the <laughs> new Rudy Gobert, as some bad scouts were calling. <laughs> that was ugly. <laughs> but yeah, so they're. So, where would you put their wins? Do you think they're going to win twenty? Probably not. But like, here's the thing. That's actually like pretty good young talent. Kind of is it. It's really good. No, not really good. It's decent young talent because they have insane amount of picks. And this year is the draft of like, I mean, I think everyone knows by now, this is supposed to be one of the great drafts. The drafts of a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of, I like the players they have for being such a terrible team. You know what I mean? Like, I want Lowry to be able... I want Lowry and Sexton to be able to do whatever they want on offense. You know, I want Lowry to be able to handle the ball more. And if he gets, like, seven turnovers in a game, no one cares. It's even better for the team. You know? I want Sexton to, like, work on, like, trying to make maybe, like, ambitious passes so he can at least, like, we can see what's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. THT has been bad. (laughs) But, like, if there's any team where he can, you know, get the refs to show what he can possibly be, it's this team. Um, Ochai Agbaji, maybe he can, like, handle the ball a little, and then maybe his ceiling goes up a little bit from just being the 3 and D that a lot of people thought he would be coming into the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of this happens. They get a top five pick. 
And then all of a sudden we're looking and they have all these other assets and they're probably going to trade Conley and Boyan for more assets. And now all of a sudden we're looking at like a much better future. Well, I'll push back that I don't think Conley is going to get them an asset. Right now he's probably a negative deal. Um, So I think he will not get traded. I think he's going to be their um, tank commander, which is like you really need one. And having a point guard like Conley is literally textbook. Yeah, it's he's, great for Sexton and Lowry for sure. Like he's got to be the best locker room guy possible. The dudes have never gotten a technical except for one token one I think they finally gave him. <laughs> Just because the ref wanted to be famous for ending his streak. But I could be misremembering that for somebody else. But he's perfect. You know, he's been in a million playoff games. He's the oldest first-time All-Star ever, so, you know, he's still juiced. He knows how to win. He knows how to play defense. He knows how to pass. He's small, and he can do all those things. He's literally the perfect mentor for Colin Sexton. Like, imagine Colin Sexton last season, the healthy one, with Mm -hmm. the good parts of Mike Conley. Like, that's the only way that he's going to make more than one All-Star team. But I can't. I can't not shit on the Jazz. I can't not pan them here. They oh, have, they have a terrible roster. Not that's only what's the, good like, about it. But no, because you can tank <laughs> any way you want. There is a probably greater than 50% chance, if you ask me personally, that none of the players they get for Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell ever make an all-star team, especially ever make an all-star team for the Jazz. And... They've got a lot of picks, I guess, but only one of those picks is before 2025. Unless yeah, you count the... Walker Kessler, Baji, who were both picks this year, uh, the 14th pick and what, like the 25th pick. So pretty much two non-lotto guys. And I mean, I just hate it. Minnesota's, gonna be in the second round every single year Cleveland's probably gonna be in the second round every single year like they traded to teams who are not only good but good and young so even in 2027 and 2029 I don't really like those picks the Knicks picks are just better and RJ had the highest ceiling of anybody in this group and I mean shit like Charlotte was involved Washington was involved I don't know what you could have gotten necessarily that was better, but like this being the best when everybody's calling on you, I hope the magic were involved. The magic would have been perfect. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> I like, I can't not rip Utah to shreds at the same time. Colin Sexton's like the coolest player they've ever had. Like Sexton, Markinen, THT, Ochai, Walker Kessler, Deandro Balmaro, who I hope puts on a show cause I'm still on high end. Still high on him, the drafting yeah. stash from 2020. But yeah, man, like it sucks. I think I just think it sucks. Jared Vanderbilt, I love him, but like, come on, what are we doing? I don't. All I know is they're going to get a good Conley. pick. They better not fall out of the top four, though. With the worst record in the league, they better not fall out of the top four. They better get Scooter Wemby. I think. I'm going to have a lot of fun watching them this year. Conley, Sexton, Ochai, Vanderbilt, Lowry lineups. I'm looking forward to that. Dude, (laughs) how about the fact that the reason Utah got nuked 
was because of Mitchell and Gobert. And the people holding the bag are fucking Conley and Boyan. Right? The, yeah. the soldiers of all soldiers in a city where there's nothing to do. One guy doesn't even, like, speak English. You know, the other guy is 35 and lived in Memphis his whole life. And he's like, finally gets to go play for a winner. And it's in, like, the worst NBA city. But I think Boyan's And now they have, they have to suffer through a 19-win season. Yeah, no, I hope I Boyan's, Boyan's gone. gone. They're going to get yeah. uh, potato chips for him. And that's fine. Uh, Better than having I, him on your team. I feel like a team could give up at least something. Like, Royce O'Neal got a first-round pick. Boyan is, I mean, he's older, but he's significantly yeah, better than Royce O'Neal. But he got a first-round pick from the Nets. Yeah, but still, like, I mean, I mean the Suns could use Boyan. The Celtics could use Boyan if they have anything to get for him. Same with, like, really, like, any guess, team, like, any contender. It'll probably just be a pick in the 20s, which stinks. I wish they could get, like, not Hamadou Diallo. He's not good enough. Rui, I was going to say Rui, but Rui's not good enough. But, like, somebody who can actually play basketball that already exists instead yeah. of a selection. But that I guess a selection sense. in the 23 draft is probably better than, like, I don't know. Chris. Du- People like Chris Duarte, but, like, come on. <laughs> Like, a year I'm, from now, Chris Duarte is going to be, like, what we perceive. I don't know. He's, like, 25. But you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. something. I just, I hate it for the Jazz so much. It's just, just one of those so things stupid. where... They handle this so poorly. The league, me. the other teams in the league really value picks. Like, I think more than they should. Especially this year. This is yeah. going to be the most valued pick year, and it already has been. Teams have been jockeying for position in this draft class. Yeah, so it's it's even if these individual picks are probably all going to not be good, they're still going to have a lot of value on the trade market whenever they decide to cash it in. I just think they should try to trade for a point guard, like a young point guard right now. I think Jalen Suggs would be perfect. Though I don't know if Orlando wants to give him up yet, but if they're well, if Orlando isn't happy with the combination of Markel Fultz and Jalen Suggs, if I'm Utah, I just go for whichever one's available. Yeah, I don't want them to get Cole Anthony like at all. Imagine, yeah. no, I don't want Cole Anthony and Colin Sexton together. Dude, imagine we've already got Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, Malik Beasley. Imagine Cole Anthony. <laughs> Fucking on Twitter, shout out my boy Hayden. They pick up Terry Rozier. Dude, yeah, that would be nuts. That'd be the greatest lineup in NBA history. <laughs> Terry Rozier, Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, Malik Beasley. Pick up like Kendrick Nunn to play the five. <laughs> that's real hoops. That's what <laughs> that's what the liberal media doesn't want you to know about. That's real basketball. <laughs> also, free Jared Butler. Jared oh, Butler. Yeah, I didn't even mention him. Jared Butler, if he doesn't start 10, 15 games this year, like, fire Danny Ainge already. I mean, I doubt he will with Conley and Sexton. But, like, if Conley's injured, then yeah. Jared Butler, I wanted the Wizards to pick him. When did um, Isaiah Jackson get picked? 22nd? 22, yeah. Yeah, and the Wizards traded down to 31 with 
the Pacers. I can't believe for... they just they didn't just take Jaden Springer. Like that's Dude, crazy. I was screaming for them to take Jared Butler or Sharif Cooper. And I'd rather still have Sharif than Isaiah Todd, maybe. But Jared Butler, the point is that he went like what forty five? I would have been is fine if they low? forty. Wow. So he went at forty, and I would have been fine if the Wizards took him at fifteen 22. when they took Corey Kispert. Because I was like, you guys need a point guard. I'd rather have Jared Butler than Corey Kispert, and I still almost feel that way because they missed the playoffs and they suck, and they're <laughs> gonna like lose the ten seven play in game at best next year. But yeah, like Jared Butler, very good player. Jared Butler. He's like what I want in any point guard is three and D pass first, like stretch the floor so that your championship level score can go win you games, whether that's Luca or James Harden or Devin Booker or Zach Levine or Anthony Edwards next year, or Mm -hmm. maybe Spida Mitchell, you know, like that mold, like Kobe, Dwayne Wade, Jordan, and then wings too, like LeBron, like they need a point guard like that. That's why they traded for Michael Conley, and it should have worked. Like, Jared Butler is that. I want him to succeed, and he will succeed if somebody lets him so badly. He's one of dangerously highly rated, ranked, I would have, players in the Jazz system right now. Maybe he's second behind Sexton, unless I'm forgetting somebody. Jared Butler, Larry Markin, and taking roles with with Colin Sexton on the weak side. I'm pretty excited for that. That's going to be fun. But okay, the Cavs. The yeah, Cavs, the Cavs, the Cavs. We spent way too long on the Jazz. We're going to have to cut Way something. too long. But the Jazz are going to be rolling out with Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. Is that what I said, the Cavs? You said the Jazz. <laughs> Did I? It's the same thing, dude. Four letters, same, same sounds. Well, the Jazz don't have Darius Garland, sadly, for them. Garland, the Cavs do. Garland and Mitchell backcourt. Mobley and Jared Allen front court and Kia. What did you say about those two things? I'm glad you asked because I was just going to say it again, even if you didn't <laughs> ask. <laughs> I think that is off the top of my head the best offensive backcourt in the league. You know, like maybe maybe Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons or like Steph and Devin Poole. Booker. Yeah, but. Just give it to me. They're the best. I can <laughs> see it because Garland's the best, like, facilitator, offense runner out of anyone in that group. And Spite is damn near the best scorer. Yeah. Besides they're, Steph and Dame. Even if they're not actually, they're basically the best offensive backcourt in the league. In the East. They're, for sure. Yeah. Definitely Besides the best. Besides and Harden. They're very good. No, no, I take them. There's, I take them over them. We'll see. They're. Definitely the best defensive front court in the league. I don't think oh, anyone yeah. even comes close. And that was with, already like that happened yeah. with Mobley as a rookie. That's not yeah. a projection that exists and is going up. And all four of those guys are no older than 25. And none of them are even 24, except for Mitchell's Allen, 25. Who's... No, Mitchell's 25. Oh, Mitchell. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Sexton. Sexton's 23. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. But, I mean, they don't really have much else outside of those four. I'm not a Recoro believer at all. But 
I mean, you just get a serviceable three who can, I mean, kind of just, like, if you can do anything, like, like a three that can just not be a complete liability on offense or defense, you know? Yeah. That's the contender. Yeah. (laughs) The funniest part, like you're saying, is they've got, like, all-star, 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 literally. They've got 2022 All-Stars at point guard, shooting guard, center. They've got and Evan like, Mobley. And Evan Mobley, who was the best rookie in his class last year. I don't care yeah. what you say. He was no, the he, best he was one. Fuck the awards. Throughout the whole season, yeah. he was the best rookie. And is going to be an All-Star very, very soon. But then at small forward, they've literally got like one of the worst rooms in the NBA. They've got your choice of Isaac Okoro, Jetty Osmond, Dylan Windler, Karis Levert, and Dean Wade. Oh my God, Karis Levert! Yeah, that <laughs> Karis Levert cannot be on this roster <laughs> going into next season. Like, if you're feeling sexy, throw some Lamar Stevens in there. Oh my God, he's probably the starting small forward. Dep- no, they're gonna no, start like not even joking. They're gonna start they Okoro. They've got the capital invested in him. And if they don't want him, they're going to show that he's good because he'll have four players better than him to do the little things. Jetty Osman should be the starter. Um, actually, I don't know. Because they've almost got spacing now that Okoro can play. They're going to like close with a different guy every night. But yeah, when you've got four All-Stars, throw me like present-day Larry Porter. Sanders <laughs> at the at small forward, right? Like throw me... Vince Wilfork or like Justin Tucker, anybody at the small forward, and you're gonna be pretty good. No, I do think they need a real wing. Like <laughs> they don't get have one. they don't have one actual wing on this roster. They're pretty devoid of assets now, but like I said, they're gonna play Okoro and get his value up. And Karis Levert could be a somewhat handsome expiring. Oh, is he expiring? Right? Yeah, that helps a lot like, if he's expiring. He makes 18.8 next year, and he's an expiring. So if they like start him or sixth man him and he does really, really good, that's enough assets to get you, like, I mean, a Royce O'Neal, right? Yeah, he came to my mind, too. Like a Royce O'Neal who can shoot. Bruce Brown, if he actually was – like if Bruce Brown was a real shooter and not a fake shooter, he'd be dope for this team. Like some yeah. like somebody like that's very gettable, you know? Joe Ingles. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'm like Donovich. <laughs> like it can be done. Boy, I can't play defense for shit, but like not anymore. But respect I don't want to hear that. Respect to, to younger boy. He's like one of the worst defenders in the no, league. But yeah, he was a you he was watch, a, no no. He's you a wizard's life. If I watched thirty five games of him on the Wizards when they got smacked in the first round. You right? could not watch no. No, that's not what I'm going to say. You, say you could boy, not yeah. have watched the 2018 Eastern Conference first round and say he's a terrible defender. But look at me saying it. No, that's that's You say that. You I'm say that, but then, like but then really Hush Wallace opinion. exists. You say that's that. a really bad opinion. Okay. Well, forgive me for being on the right side of history, but Boyan's not going to defend anybody. So Yeah, at this he's point. He's not going to be a good Cav. He's pretty terrible on defense. I really wanted point. I really wanted the Wolves to trade for Mitchell, man. 
I think that would have been a movie. What they could have done it, it, dude. They've got they've got Cat, Anthony Edwards, and D'Lo, and you're telling me they couldn't get it done. Oh, you mean instead of Gobert? No, both. Like since. Yeah, but they're not trading Edwards. I doubt they'd trade Cat. Dude, they should have traded Cat for Durant. Okay, so all I'm gonna say about this Cavs team is. <laughs> For the next, like, I don't know, <laughs> seven years? <laughs> yeah, dude. They like, have three guys that are going to be legitimately fighting for, like, top ten player in the league. And Jared a, Allen. That's a lot. Top 20. Uh, they could have three in the top 20 and Allen will be in the top 40. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to be in the top 10, but, like, in that range of, like, you know. Like, I think yeah. one of those three will probably be, like, top 10. Or like top well, twelve, and then the think, others in like the top fifteen, seventeen ish, where it's like, this doesn't need to be a pod defining. Means, but like, <laughs> yeah, top best, ten never means top ten. The best Dame has ever been is like fringe top ten when you actually count the players. Same with like Paul George and Jimmy Butler, and I don't know if Pete Darius Garland are going to be good as those guys peaks. But yeah, yeah, they'll matter. probably right right outside that range. Doesn't matter. Darius Garland's already an all star. And they just drafted him in what, 20? No. 19. 18. It was 19. Oh, 19? Yeah. I knew yeah, he the, was like the, the Zion draft. youngest player, and I knew he was born in 2000. So, yeah, they've got control of him through 2028. They've got control of Mobley through 2030. They've got control of Spider for what, five more years? The, no, yeah, he's, got, a, he's right. got an option in 25. 26. 26. 26 yeah. So it should be four, but they're going to max him out because they have to. If I was them, I would just max him out tomorrow. But yeah. No, you have, think... you have your core for the next decade. Yeah. And it's a core that can easily win a championship if you just get like. Yeah. Just those three guys. And Jared Allen's not going to go anywhere because he likes to win. Yeah, I mean, it's likes, a core like, of four. He's got $100 million. Say. Yeah. It's it's not a core of three players. It's a core of four. Jared Allen's definitely there. Yeah, and so it's like the best core of four in the NBA, except for D'Lo, Ant, Cat, Gobert. Go figure. Go yeah. figure, right? <laughs> those these two like problem children get to be in those core fours, and Boyan and Conley and Jordan Clarkson. You know, even if you don't think of him as his player quality. Those guys put in work. Those are the real builders, and they're also the ones left holding the bag. It's the Kevin Love situation. It just goes to show what Danny Ainge is, man. He took that. He took that Boston pride with him. What a! I'm gonna rip him to shreds, dude. I already have on this pod, and somebody pull this up seven years from now. I dare you. Like if when the Jazz are good, this sucks. I would hate to be a jazz fan right now. That meme no, of I, like, I just wouldn't. I really just wouldn't hate that because at least I don't know, dude. At least you I get mean, to watch a nineteen win team is what I was about to say. Like at least there's hope. Yeah, I just wouldn't hate to be a jazz fan because there's almost no way you don't get a Thompson twin, Victor Wambanyama or Scoop. Yeah. And so you So get... like what are you complaining about? The direction, like that's how I think about it. The direction is real, and they're going to be fine. But these trades just sucked. They got so little value for what they could have. I would say. Like I said, they got one pick until 2025. 
for two all-stars, the best defender, maybe I'm not going to go there. Top five defender ever best defender in the world easily. And like what a top 10 scorer in the league, a dude who's averaged 20 year, 20 points every single year of his career, including his rookie year. I would say he's a top 10 offensive engine period. No, I think I just, no, I disagree. Yeah. But you, you've always liked him less than me, but the point is, just 10, 10 is a lot. I don't mean to be a dick to you. But like a scorer, maybe engine, no. But yeah, now he won't that. now he won't have to be an engine. Yeah. I, I see what you mean. Like best case scenario for him. I would be much more excited about this team if that RJ Barrett. Like if I was a jazz fan, and I also love RJ Barrett, and I'm like Well I like I don't Sexton. Know. I don't love Sexton. I love RJ Barrett though. So I'm that's part opposite. of it. But so we'll meet in the middle. If I was a Jazz fan and it was this situation, but Barrett and Mitchell Robinson, that like athletic freak instead, I would be more like talking myself into it. But still, yeah, I wouldn't complain. Well, honestly, like I said about direction, it's going to be simple and we'll wrap with this because we're going long. Yeah. The Jazz are going to be fine. I'm just being a dick because on the face, they could have gotten way more value than they did. But the plan is very clear. Lose 68 games. That's going to be so much fun. Lose 68 <laughs> games. Get Victor. Get Scoot. Get somebody else generational. Like you said, a Thompson twin or like Nick Smith or whoever ends up having a good season. And then, boom, you've got that guy. You've got – how many young players did we just say? You've got like Jared – Jared Butler, like Lowry Markinen, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, Taylor Horton, Tucker, Ochai Agbaji, Walker Kessler, and Andrew Balmaro. Like, seriously, that was, I think, eight. Hey. Yeah. Don't forget Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson's not a young He's a young player forever. Stanley Johnson is two years away from being 10 years away. The most exciting all, thing about this season. You've got all of those guys. You just got six more unprotected picks. You've got four more swaps. And the best thing about those swaps, which I didn't mention earlier, is they'll matter if they trade them to a good team, right? Like, if you trade those to New York, like, New York could, in theory, win a round or two, and then they've got a better record than Minnesota or Cleveland, and they move up. That's the utility in those pick swaps, is you can't trust Minnesota and Cleveland, but the Jazz are not going to be, you know? Yeah. So, they have more value to other teams then a team is going to be picking top five, even though they're three and five years away. But yeah, so you've got eight guys, all those picks, another pick in 29 that's top five protected, and Victor, basically. You know, an absolute franchise centerpiece. And so yeah. Sexton probably is going to be too good where you don't want him to go anywhere. But all those guys are going to get you another, what, lotto pick? Yeah. You know, maybe a top 10 pick because all these guys – have like I said, a sixty-eight loss team to audition on, play the best version of themselves, and then let them get plucked from the apple tree the second their values at peak. Exactly. Like if I, if I told you next season that Taylor Horton Tucker averaged like a super weird fourteen and a half, six point eight and three point one with like one point eight blocks and a steal, you'd be like okay, and then that's gonna get you not nothing. Especially when you pair him with Ochai Baji, who's going to put up 12, 3, and 3 and shoot 46% from 3. 
for no reason. You know, Walker Kessler is going to be basically a starting center. Jared Vanderbilt's going to be valuable to a contender. Boyan Bogdanovich, like we said, is going to get you a pick in the 20s. Michael Conley is going to help everyone develop and just get another notch on his belt as the NBA's greatest saint since. Oh, who's the, that's who's the end the, of the sentence? Who's the Iron Virgin? AC Green? Something Green. I have no idea. You don't know who the Iron Virgin is? No. He's literally the NBA's greatest saint. I don't know. But what I do know is. It is AC Green. He's got a 30 for 30 <laughs> short film. You don't know about AC Green? I don't watch documentaries. It's not a documentary. He's just like, he won an all-star <laughs> and an all-defense. No, he was on the Lakers, right? Yeah, he was on the Lakers and won like three chips with Yeah, Magic as a boys. living here in LA, yeah. all my, my older family, like parents, aunts, whatever, love the Showtime Lakers. So I've yeah. heard of AC Green through there. But yeah, people don't talk it. enough about like defensive player of the year, Michael Cooper, and AC oh my Green, god, all defense. They probably my do family, it in LA. They love my Michael family, Cooper in LA. Who like none of them even watch basketball? Only my dad, <laughs> and he only watches the Lakers. But like my aunt, who I swear to God knows not one thing about basketball, will just randomly just talk about how great Michael Cooper was on defense. <laughs> They don't, they don't want him to know about the five-time champ. <laughs> His career was short. He only played 11 years. And one of the years, he played three games. So in 10 years, he made all defense eight times. In oh, 10 yeah, he's years, one of the best defenders ever. In 10 years, he won five chips, eight all defenses, and a defensive player of the year. Averaged double digits twice. Wow. Dude, he averaged nine, three, and six. No, he's just straight up one of the best defensive guards slash wings. Yeah, ever. and so that's what I'm saying. It's like you had the big three of Magic, James, Worthy, Kareem, and then you had Michael Cooper and the Iron Virgin, and then like Kurt Rambis and shit, obviously. Um, who's the all-star point guard they had to trade? Uh, Nixon. Norm, Norm yeah, Norm Nixon. Van Nixon. Norm Nixon. Yeah, Norm Nixon. I don't know where the van came from. But yeah, AC Green, he was a virgin. That's his whole thing is he's never had sex. That's unfortunate. That's an unfortunate and, nickname. And everyone knows that. And so that's why he's the Iron Virgin. He played 82 games every single year. Yeah, yeah, I did you know did, that. You did know that from 1987-88. Wow. Every year of his career. I was going to like count him out. Every single year of his career, except for one, from 1985 to 2001. He played every single game. And then the one year he missed three. He played 83 games in 97, which is obviously the record. No, I think I think Robert Parrish, I want to say, had one with more. But I might be wrong. Robert Parrish played 84 games in a season? I think so, but I could be wrong. I'm so glad we're doing this on air. <laughs> no, he's, he's just got 82. Oh, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice played 17 games in a year, which was the NFL record until they changed the season length. Because it was the same thing as um, AC Green. You, yeah, you get traded during the season to a team you that get, played yeah. less games. Yeah, yeah maybe exactly. I saw like a graphic on it about AC Green, but I thought it was Robert. Like in my mind, I switched it to Robert Parrish because he was also known for like playing a lot, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Robert Parrish played like the most seasons. 
yeah 20 or 21 i think it's 21 and dirk tied him and maybe kobe tied that also yeah that's like so this is a good cleveland cavaliers trade podcast <laughs> you can't forget it all right this has been the rock is hot my name was hush now it's Brian ray hush i'm kia truth teller mba Oh, yeah, Twitter. The official motor vehicle of the NBA. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace.